by the time this is out, people would probably know what happened. But that's true. But they would not have the live footage that we're having. Yeah, right now. we're recording this live. Um, this is exciting. Okay. Here okay. We go. Oh! Oh! Let's go! It's over. Look at that right there. Let's right, go. Gonna... It was a line out at. Was it a line out? Yeah. It was a line out to short. Line out to court stop. Let's go, John Mins with a no hitter. This is the third one, right? This is the third one. Nice. So after Musgrove and Rodon, John Mins business. Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the 4th K podcast. My name is Georgie. I'm Ross. And today we're going to do a fun recap of April and uh, the major leagues, uh, the major league games that are behind us. Uh, we missed one week last week, uh, sort of missed it because we actually did record it. It never saw the light of the day. Uh, you know, bad Wi-Fi is going to be the one thing that we blame for it. But we're going to try to kind of uh, give it all out this week and see how it goes. But before we go into into what we have planned for today, uh, how are you doing, Russ? I'm doing all right, man. Um, uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to think of good words, but you know, it's hard to top the phrase I'm fine. So, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm I'm fine, bro. That that is that is the best phrase that I can think of right now. I know that's not a it's not emotional. It's not a lot of words in it, but I'm fine. How are you, Georgi? I'm good. Uh we yeah, I was telling you before we started recording, they extended our curfew. Uh, mm. we have a curfew here in Macedonia right now, uh, until 11 PM. It was nine, um, before that, before today we had Easter last weekend. So that was fun, uh, being with family and everything, but yeah, it, it's good to be back. Really. I, we had our practice with Scopius Luggers today, uh, being out on the field. It's good. It's a great weather. And yeah, the Red Sox are winning. I mean, what else can go wrong? You know, that is a good question. When the Red Sox are winning at all, it's all okay. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking today with someone about that. It was like, oh no, they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna, you know, start losing soon. It was like, yeah, sure, that's gonna happen probably, but at least I get to enjoy this much. Uh, yeah, but no, it's been good. It's been good. I think uh, both of our teams are surprisingly good. Um, I. Wasn't expecting the Red Sox to be really bad this year, but I wasn't expecting them to be this good. I mean, they're first in in AL East, second best record in uh, the entire American League. And then 
to top it all that, the Giants as well. Uh, imagine if we see a World Series, Red Sox and Giants. Dude, if we see a World Series with the Red Sox and the Giants, it's going to be hard. It, it, it's, you know, life is never going to be the same. Because, nope. you know, there's, there's one of us, one of our teams has to lose. One of our teams has to to head back home with no trophy. That series may have the most trash talk I've ever seen. There's gonna be a lot of backstabbing and anger and and the uh, coming at each other. And we don't even have any influence over the Red Sox or Yan or uh, sorry, excuse me, not Yankees. Thank goodness, Red Sox or Giants at all. But if if the Red Sox and the Giants face each other in the World Series. I think I might have to block you. I'm just going to be honest. I, <laughs> hey, wait, we got to do the podcast, bro. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> all you can send the, you can send it to my dad's email and I'll, I'll, I'll open the zoom call. And <laughs> other than that, we don't have to have any communication further than that. Well, Imagine. We'll, we'll, we'll talk for about an hour, just get, get it all out of our system and just go back to, to live in our regular lives. <laughs> No, it's not going to be regular lives because, I mean, I don't care where I'm at. I don't care what I'm doing, whether I have exams or not. And, you know, October is that month where I would probably have some exams. Uh, but, dude, everything, if we if the Red Sox made the World Series, regardless who we're playing against, that's mm. going to be it. Like, I'm, I'm going to base my days around that. I'm going to get sleep during the day be ready for the night and just enjoy it and probably you know uh, get depressed if we lose and finish in a mental hospital after that but hey uh, yeah it's oh, gonna yeah. be worth it oh yeah no, if, but if the giants lose in that series i think i'm gonna i'm gonna head off to the appalachian trail do it for five the five to seven months uh walk from bottom of georgia to the top of maryland bro <laughs> Once I go through Boston, I'm just gonna be screaming my heart out. Just walking by Fenway. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find myself. Cause I I swear, if that happens, I will try my best to make it in either like I mean, if you can make it back to Macedonia or me making it wherever you're at in the U.S. Yeah. or anywhere, that would I would totally that you try to do it. Cause watching the that series or any red sox giant series would be yeah it would be that fun. would be exciting that would be <laughs> emotional roller coaster thrill i just hope that blackouts don't happen <laughs> <laughs> yes we'll see i was thinking about this the other day and and i'm gonna be honest one thing that's really good about being a european fan of mlb there's no blackouts because yeah. we don't have any teams from europe yeah and uh you know there's so many disadvantages like i mean one being the biggest that you cannot go to an mlb game uh and watch him in person uh but dude at least we don't get blackouts we can watch the playoffs like you, you can watch any regular playoffs, people bro. you can watch the playoffs yeah man and you can watch our favorite team and we can exactly you can watch the home team you can watch the playoffs i can watch almost all the games except the playoffs which no, that was is, crazy last, last that year. was a crazy that was yeah 
MLB, please don't don't make the blackout clause again in your contracts with Fox and ESPN and all that. Just don't, please. I really want to watch your games. I really want to stream them. I'm a I'm a Gen Z right here. I I don't I don't have cable, so please, just let me stream my games. Okay. Uh, by the way, right now the Baltimore Orioles and Seattle Mariners are playing. And I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to jinx it, but it's the seventh inning and something big could happen if All things right. go the best way. So I'm not going to say what it is, but I'll, I'll yeah. monitor it as we are talking. And then okay. if that thing happens, we are going to react to it live. If not, okay. I'm sorry, Orioles fans. It's the free uh, game of the day. Sorry? It's the game of the day. To, that's the game of the day. Uh, not sure if it is the game of the day, but I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. know I, I've been just following because I have, uh, I have uh, yeah, some guys on the Mariners on my fantasy team. And, I mean, it is an early game, so, of course, I'm going to be following it. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, it is. You know, something amazing could happen there. Anyways, anyways, let's do this thing. I told you before recording, uh, the MLB or Instagram's account of the MLB came out with these uh, 10 guys who so far have been the breakouts of the the past month. Uh, We've talked about some of them, but uh, I wanted to kind of go through each and uh, pick our favorites so far. Um, you know, the Yerminator, of course, number one, who is right now uh, having, a, I mean, just a, a amazing season. Uh, 386 batting average, second in the MLB. It's been super fun to watch, exciting. Then we have... Alex Reyes, who's a reliever on the Cardinals with zero ERA, eight saves, and 14 and one-third innings pitched. Then we have Cedric Mullins, a guy who I'm starting to not like because he's hitting way too much against my Red Sox. Mm. Uh, 38 hits, second in the MLB. By the way, second in the MLB right after guess who? Mike? Nah. Xander Bogarts, oh. my friend. Xander oh, Bogarts. Sorry. You had to know it's a Red Sox guy. Well, you mean <laughs> I had to go I'm, I, I, it's not, I want to be like Xander. It's I want to be like Mike. Come on. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Next up is Richard Rodriguez, a reliever on the Pirates. Again, zero ERA. Uh, one, only one hit allowed. And, um, uh, in 12 and one third inning pitched one of my favorite dudes so far, like at least month, you know, in the month of April is Trevor Rogers, who has been really great for the Marlins, uh, pitched 33 innings, 44 strikeouts and only one ninety one point nine one ERA has been really lights out so far. Uh, we got Dylan Cease, 
on the White Sox. Uh, 30 and one third inning pitched, 40 strikeouts and two, 37 ERA. He had great performance last night too. Uh, next up is Jesse Winkler, who leads NL uh, National League with uh, 352 batting average. He just had a walk off uh, against. The White Sox, actually, uh, in a game that finished in the 10th inning. Um, let me just verify that. Yes, he did had a he did have a walk-off. Raimel Tapia is next. 33 hits, 314 batting average. And then we have Austin Riley on the Braves with 30. Uh, 315 batting average and 415 OBP on base percentage. And then the guy that I'm super lucky to have picked him up in our fantasy team or in my fantasy team, on my fantasy team in our fantasy league is Huskar, Huascar, or I, I guess I, this hey, is Oscar. I think it's, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think the H is pronounced. I could yeah. be wrong. I think it's A Oscar or uh, you know. You know, uh, dude, 236 ERA, sub one whip, uh, and a grand slam last night. Well, yeah. The, by the way, which was his second home run of the year. So, and back to back games, nonetheless. Yes, sir. Uh, so out of these two, I, I, I mean, the Yerminator is number one, of course. But, like, out of the rest of them, who is someone that you are really excited about and been excited about just checking him out so far? That's a good question. All right. So, you know is someone that is really interesting to me because you already have this loaded Brave staff who hasn't found the groove this entire season. That's they're young. They still have a like they have a couple more seasons in them. Let's just put it that way. That is a staff that's already really deep. And you add another guy in who who's dominated so far the entire season. He had a couple missteps, but so does everyone. Everyone has bad games. So uh I that's one guy that I'm really, really excited for. Um I'm glad to see Jesse Winkers hitting, but it, I don't just I'm not a fan of the Reds right now. It's mm-hmm. there's nothing going on for the Reds. They basically have their entire team from last year except Trevor Bauer, which was what their market was. So yeah. that that's hard. Um other than that, Alex Reyes has been always been interesting. I, I think I have his rookie card and I've been like I've been following him and his like he's been trying to come play baseball for a while. He had Tommy John surgery. He's had a bunch of other uh, injuries in the past couple of years. And so it's good to see him back performing at a closer level spot for a team that needs games closed. So I would say that I am thrilled about that. Those are the guys that I would say that excite me the most. So probably, you know, as the first, um, Al Reyes is my second and, uh winker is my third for those guys right there yeah i you know i mean share 
shared the same thoughts again. It's been really great to like he's just pitching strikes, dude. He is like he had some he had a rough outing, I think, against the the Cubs, his first game against them. But after that, he's been lights out. If I had to pick, he's been the best starter on the Braves so far. And I mean that's saying a lot. Uh even though uh Freed and and uh some of the other guys have been having a little slower start of the of uh the season but he's just being lights out so far just really good again Trevor Rogers has been really good in that you know Marlins team that is not very exciting to watch this year uh he's been a must watch start uh for sure always checking him whenever I see him uh, pitching. I like, I mean, I like the White Sox really. Uh, I've been watching them probably, as I said in one of the previous episodes, probably the most out of the any other team besides the Red Sox. So been seeing a lot of Dylan C's. Um, yeah, Mullins, again, don't like him, but he just gets on base. It's like, I just don't get it. And uh yeah, it's it, it is good to see uh definitely it is good to see the the amount of people that are breaking out. Uh, I would add maybe again uh don't take this as a as a Red Sox bias, but Garrett Whitlock so far not sure if do you even know who Garrett Whitlock is, Ross? Uh, I don't, but Google does. Yeah, so this guy is 24 year old. We got him in the Rule Five draft. Uh, and guess from which team? The Giants or the Yankees? The Yankees. Yeah, uh, no, it's one of those two. So far, he has pitched in seven games. 14 and one third innings pitched. His ERA is 0.63. He's only allowed one earned run, and that was a home run. Only allowed two walks and eight hits. And out of uh, out of uh, these 130, no wait, 14 and one third innings pitched, he has 19 strikeouts. He's been like, I would say when I watch the Red Sox, if Garrett Whitlock is pitching, I'm feeling the most calm throughout the entire game. He is probably one of the biggest steals in, well, definitely in this Rule 5 draft, but if he continues to do that, I mean, Bloom is a mastermind. And stealing him from the Yankees, it's you know it just makes it it feels good oh yeah oh yeah especially uh, after you know hearing or like reading all the yankees comments last year about mookie bats uh which still hurts but we don't have to talk about that we don't have to talk about that we can yeah it it hurts both of us so we're good uh by the way So the thing about that's happening in Orioles, I just found out, I have not watched the game, 
But apparently, <clears throat> so John Means uh, is through seven innings with no hits, no walks, and no errors. The only runner was a drop third strike. And I think, I mean, it is a perfect, it is just a perfect thing for our podcast. The only runner was a drop third strike. The runner was thrown out trying to steal. Is it a perfect game or not a perfect game? It shouldn't be a perfect game because someone got on base. Yeah. Because, like, MLB has it right now as a perfect game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you should because I understand it's a K, but even an error messes up a perfect game. Yeah. So that's that's a K, but E E2. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, understand why like, they don't I, have an error listed for the for the Orioles. Yeah, right now it is like MLB, you know how MLB TV does that? It's like Yeah, yeah. No, I'm watching it right now. Like I'm I'm listening to you talk about high bloom again. So I <laughs> I shifted over to to check out the game. It's the top of the eighth right now. Yeah. So so I I mean I don't think also that is a perfect game, but still it is a the other thing. Um yeah, which we're not gonna mention. We're Hopefully gonna mention it's that. gonna happen. Uh and I mean I'm a little bit sad for you because you're facing him right now in the fantasy. Uh John Means. So you're probably gonna lose this week from your dad, but no, no, yeah, you're you are down a lot. Um, am I? Am I really? Yeah, like two hundred fifty points. Uh, easy, bro. I can make that up. I don't know. I haven't. I've. I've been all over the place this past, but I'm not losing. Oh shoot! See, I have Travis Darno in the aisle. Never. Mind. I have two guys in the aisle on my starting roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can we can definitely do one of our next episodes on our fantasy league because I think I yeah it would be fun to do a roundup and have some some of the the guys on on the podcast talking about the fantasy for sure. I think that would be something else. But yeah, we're gonna monitor what's happening in Baltimore right now, um, and uh, yeah. We'll 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 react live to it uh, for sure, yeah. uh, unless the game goes into extra innings, which I don't think it, it will because it's six nothing uh, for the Orioles. But we'll see. Okay, the the big thing that we wanted to do this time uh, was creating our lineups uh, from both American and National League. Uh, I think. The MLB had theirs. I did not particularly like it. So we're going to try to do our own. And um, I was thinking how to do this. And maybe we can go through it in a way how, you know, uh, the positions are on um, on a okay. baseball scoring card. Uh, so maybe start with uh, picking, you know, the best pitcher. And then, All right, how about how about you do one side and I'll do one side? So do you want to AL or the NL? I can. I mean, AL is my is my league, so I can do AL and or okay. we can do the other way around. 
So we're not biased Ooh, for our okay. team. Yeah, but I'm going to complain the whole time, bro. I'm going to be like, yo, your catcher. You know, I'm going to pick someone other than Vasquez just to bother you. I'm going to pick Sanchez. Okay, now, Vasquez definitely does not have the best season catching-wise out of all catchers in Yale, but he's much, much better than Gary Sanchez. But, okay, I'm doing NL, you're doing AL. Let's start with pitcher. Uh, who are you picking? As my pitcher for the AL? Yes. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you the one, the only, the better Bieber. Shane Bieber. Yes, sir. Best pitcher in the AL. Is there anyone who can dispute that? No. Should anyone dispute that? No. No, no way. Listen, I, I, I don't know how I can say this kindly. This, this, is, this is preposterous if you disagree with this. He has, I, I think he's leading the, the league in Ks. I, I forget. I don't know what, what he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, the best ERA, but that's because he's a starting pitcher. Look, let me, let me, I'm going to pull up his stats right now. That way I actually have some things to back up what I'm saying. But Shane Bieber has been dominating last season. And, well, it, like, it started last season. But he's been continuing right along with this. This is a fantastic pitcher who unfortunately plays for a team that isn't very good this year. But this guy knows how to pitch. He has about three or four pitches. He uses them perfectly he can spot them he can they have run on them they they move they he's everything that you want in a pitcher he's doesn't he's tall he has a good arm he's strong so i'm gonna pick shane bieber as my first pitcher for a catcher Ugh. see again i have an nl catcher in my fantasy team and the best catcher this year is uh currently buster posey but uh, I'm gonna have to see what happens. Let me see. American League gonna go all positions. Okay, while you're looking for a catcher, I'll just say who the best pitcher in AL, uh, in NL, and in the entire world is Jacob Degrom. Facts. And I, I, I won't go into why he is my pick for April. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. Do we even have to talk about it? No, no, we were actually really okay. Um, let me see. Games played, who leads? I guess it's kind of hard to get better than Salvador Perez right now. I mean, it's not like he's done amazing, but an 823 OPS, 515 slugging through a five on base percentage with solid average, seven home runs, 18 RBIs, not loving the amount of strikeouts with 32, but he. He's been getting a lot of good at-bats, 112 at-bats in the season. Leads, uh, I think, he, yeah, he leads all catchers with hits. So I'm going to go with Salvi for my pick. That's that's who I was going to go for, for sure. Uh, I, I have a little tougher job with the NL. Uh, I would, I mean... 
I'm th- I'm between two. I'm between Buster Posey, and uh, I'm between Carson Kelly on the D backs. But because I know, I I'm just impressed by Buster Posey. I'll I'll yes. say this. Yes. Uh, probably you know, Kelly's having a better season so far, but being age thirty four. And uh, clearly, on a contract year, on a contract year, yeah. nonetheless. Well, he might retire. No, uh, I hope I. Uh, he's too good right now to retire. You no, want to retire know, that's when you're what, That's what I'm well. saying. Like, I would, I would like before the season started. I would think, okay, this is probably, if not the last season, they're getting ready for a Joy Bar. So it's like it's going to be a transition year, and then he just comes in and shuts everyone's mouth really yeah. right out the gate seven home runs 10 rbis uh batting average of 382 uh 12 only 12 strikeouts i mean he's good ops uh 1175 yeah for the record he does of- have only 20 games compared to the uh 29 of real muto and contreras but still yes. Still, with a, the I, amount of production he has given in those games, I mean, Contreras has nine more games under his belt and has the exact same amount of home runs. I, again, I was I was going to go Carson Kelly because I think he's having a better season than both Contreras and Real Muto, but going to go with Buster Posey. Uh, I don't – well, it's not – you know, yes, he missed. He's has not. He's not an everyday player, or that is not played all the games. But the production so far out of him is tremendous and deserves a uh, mention and just to be put out uh, in the team of the month. Uh, so that's my pick. I got yeah. You got Bieber and Salvi Perez. I got. Uh, uh, DeGrom and uh, Buster Posey. Who is the best first baseman in the American League, my friend? Best first baseman in the American League. Okay, let me pull it up. I feel like a lot of the first basemen I am a big fan of are currently in the National League. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see. Let me pull it up. I'm looking at the stats. Vladimir Guerrero is on a tear. Yes. With a 617 slugging, 1096 OPS, seven home runs in the year, 20 RBIs, with only 20 strikeouts, which is really, really good for him. He, I know he's had issues with that before, but with for him, having 20 strikeouts on the season is looking really, really good. Um, let me check out his last seven games. Three home runs, eight RBIs. With a 500 on base percentage. Wow. You know, that's really hard to top. That's that's looking really, really, really good. Yeah, I'm I think that this this is a player that you're gonna see for a while. Now that I'm looking at his strikeouts last year in 221 at bats, he only had 38. Mm-hmm. And he has 94 at bats so far this season, and he has 20. 
So that that maybe is a little concerning. But if he again, some people complain about the amount of strikeouts that you have compared to the home runs. It, the way that mechanics work, a these pitchers are better than they once were. They have more movement. They have more stats on you. This this isn't going anywhere. And in addition, they're they're better hitters now. They they so. I'm glad to see the home run stuff that's going on right now. So I would say probably Vladimir Guerrero. Matt Olson has been doing good. He got, I think he's on the aisle or he's been day to day a couple of times this year, which has been unfortunate, but yeah, I would say that those guys right now are looking like, uh, like they're, they've come to play. So I would probably go Vladdy. Yeah. I, I would, absolutely agree with everything you just said i love vlad guerrero he is having absolute tear so far i i'm thinking see like with the nl i am not sure to be honest because like you a thing you know you have rizzo you have uh freddie and but they have not had the best month realistically mm-hmm. yeah. so i would I'm thinking, I mean, I was going to go with Reese Hoskins, but then looking at his batting average, it's really low. Um, a lot of strikeouts, but, you know, he, he at, at one point he was leading the league with uh, eight home runs. So it's like, I mean, do I go Reese Hoskins or maybe I, you know, look at the Padres and, and go with Eric Hosmer? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Not sure here. Um, I mean, Hosmer, maybe, but okay, let's go Reese Hoskins. I think I'm going to go against the grain and choose a guy who strikes out a lot, but also who uh, is hitting a lot of bombs so far. So there you go, Philly fans. Yeah. No, I like Reese Hoskins. He's a solid, solid. He's been a good player for a while. He's not a superstar, but he's a player that's going to give you some good, good at bats. He's like oh, a, yeah. like a probably a fifth hitter for most, almost all lineups. At, at hey. a minimum, so I, I like, I like that a lot. Second base. I feel like the second base area currently is not the best. For for most teams, I'm looking looking at it right now, and it's just oh, okay. Um, I'm going through the list. Currently leading in OPS for the AL is Nick Solak with an 8.53 for all those that qualify. So that's been uh that's been pretty good right there. Um, I have I have not been following Nick Solak at all. He plays for Texas Rangers. He's a second baseman, 26 years old. He has had a past – he's had a past, like, a bad week this past week, but he's been pretty good this season. When 116 at-bats, he's batting uh, with OPS of 853 with seven home runs, three doubles. I mean, I I, I want to say, like, someone that i know because and that i've been following but i just don't feel like i don't know how well i'm gonna be able to give it to jed lowry or uh 
Marcus Simeon, <laughs> but both of who have had great seasons. I yes. love Jed Lowry. I so I'm actually, you know what? I'm sorry, Nick Solak. I'm probably gonna go with Jed Lowry because I don't know who you are quite yet. So <laughs> Fair give enough. me a little give me a little bit. Once I see how well you did this season, I'll probably draft you next year in a fantasy draft. So I'm gonna <laughs> go with Jed Lowry right now. Yeah. I I am surprised by Jed Lowry. And okay, I'm not surprised actually. Scratch that. He is with the Oakland A's. Of course, you would expect something like that with yeah. him. Um yeah, he's he is leaving his second second youth out there in Oakland. So it's good to see it, really, honestly. Um on the other side, I I mean Sure, I can go any different directions, but I just gotta give it to Jazz Chisel, man. Yeah, I just—he's leading the the league with uh, stolen bases. He has had some electric homers, one being against uh, Jacob Degrom. Uh, you know, his batting average is pretty good, two ninety. His OPS is nine twenty six. Um, he's getting on base, a lot of hits. Um, he's, he's fun to watch, and he is young, and I'm excited to see what's in front of him. So, I mean, again, I could have gone maybe um, – um, man, who was I thinking? Wait I can't, can't, can't remember now, but I could have gone in a few different directions. I'm going with Josh Chisholm. He is, after Trevor Rogers, probably the only exciting guy on the Marlins right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he's he's been battling an injury, I think he's out a little bit. Um, on He's on the IL, but he should be back soon. Josh Chisholm is my pick for uh, the best second baseman in the month of April in the National League. All right. Now, so, now we come to the fun part, right? Yeah. These are the these these next two are going to be the fun ones. So the, this one's third base because that's yeah. like you said we're going by the field. For those that don't know and haven't watched baseball, in which case I'd like to ask you why are you listen to this podcast. But after that, I would like to remind you that third base is listed as five when you look at the field. Exactly. Um, I'm so right now. I'm looking up and down stats. Quick bias. Yon Mankata has having a great season so far. Fun player for the White Sox. Been fielding like crazy. I should know because I get a ton of assists from him. He's been hitting. <laughs> he's doing really good. I'm excited to see what's been going on with him. Um, this one is kind of a tricky one. Because this guy has gotten hot recently, and he's, like, always a streaky player. I would say that, I guess, for the month of April, if we're talking about it, it's hard to get better than Jose Ramirez. Oh, yeah. Because he – how is he still 28? I I ask myself that every day. You You wake up every day, and you're like, what have I done with my life? Jose Ramirez is still 28. He should have had at least one MVP by now. Yes. It's, it's really crazy to watch what he's been doing so far. Um, 
looking like he's having another Jose Ramirez year. Last seven games, he's been on a great stretch. Three home runs, uh, nine hits in total with an uh, with a slugging of 833 and the on-base percentage of 516. When you get on base half of the time you're up to bat, you have my respect. So that is looking like a great season start of the season so far. And he's been playing since 2013 for Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. It's like when you find out, like, Mike Trout's 30. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's been in the league for 12 years. There's no way Mike Trout's 30. If Mike Trout retired tomorrow, you know he would be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. And I feel like Jose Ramirez should be up there. Just as much as Mike Trout. Mike Trout hasn't had a championship win. Jose Ramirez has come closer. True. They did lose that. They World did series, lose but... it in seven series in in the seventh game in like the eighth inning, and so they've been unfortunately down three one, which was kind of embarrassing. But I'm um, no judgment for me. He's a fantastic player. I don't know what else to say about him. I mean, thirteen mm-hmm. extra base hits on the on the season. He is the most reliable guy, really. It really is. If I think you picked him up early in the in the draft, didn't you? Because... Oh yeah, I think I think I got him in like the. Uh, let me check. I got him in my in the second round. Yeah, he was my yeah. he was my nineteenth overall pick. Yeah, that is a player that you want on your team quickly because he knows how to play. He oh, really yeah. does. So I. I would probably just say Jose Ramirez. I don't know how he hasn't had an MVP. He's fun to watch. He he knows how to play baseball. This is a baseball player. Like this is a baseball player through and through. So no I doubt. would say Jose Ramirez. Yeah, I was I was gonna pitch in and say maybe you can think about Devers, but because yeah, Devers is has been also Devers like, has been. I like Devers. I wish Devers played for a different team. Honestly, though, like, <laughs> I wish Devers was on like a on a, a flashier named team than Boston right now. Yeah, I mean, I I know poor poor Raphael. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, like I yeah, but I agree. Jose Ramirez, sure number one. I I would say is he the like the best third third baseman in the league right now? Like the entire league. Uh, Ramirez. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know like, who. Well, who are you gonna pick for NL? Let me let me look at their stats as you're picking. I oh, the NL crowd hasn't even been that good this year. Justin Turner. Okay. Uh, he is having. Well, if he continues like that, he's gonna have his best year of his career. Uh, he has he's leading NL with 35 hits. He has seven homers. He does not strike out that much. He's still striking out quite a bit, but not as much as some other guys. His batting average is 333, uh, OPS of 1,015. What else do you want out of him? I mean... Yeah, and and, uh, and especially that was a good pickup for them because I know they were thinking about, he was thinking about leaving the the Dodgers again this season. And I wish he did because I wish I could cheer for him and like him, but I can't. Um, Yeah. I like, I, I, I did, I was really close to saying I like Justin Turner. I don't like Justin Turner at all. He's awful, Mm. but 
if I did so like Justin close. Turner, so I would close. Uh, so close. I was I was this close. You have no idea. It don't it almost slipped, and I would have to go through my whole cleansing ritual or whatever. But I'm <laughs> glad I don't. Uh, he is uh he is an okay player. Yeah, I. Uh, I was thinking between him and, and Chris Bryant because he's Chris Bryant is also having a good season so far. Yeah. But I mean, just watching Justin Turner play and um, yeah, he's fun. He, I like him, uh, except what he did on that uh, celebration thing with the World Series. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to shame uh, COVID shame on, on this podcast, even though he probably deserves it a little bit. Uh, anyways, uh shortstop okay oh wait 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 you didn't sorry yeah actually yes shortstop sorry i don't know what i'm yeah, thinking right yeah, now no, you're i think good. john means is coming to my head right now <laughs> all right yes he's also in my head right now i keep on peeking back at yeah him. still um, top of the top of the ninth uh the the baltimore Orioles are batting he's still not yet to pitch his last hopefully okay last inning. Uh, all right, I'm gonna do shortstop kind of quickly then. Uh, Alexander, what again? One of the most consistent shortstops you'll ever see, leading leading the league, the well American League shortstops in OPS by a lot. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh! Wow, nine nine one nine eighty eight compared to the seven ninety nine from Bogusett, who also is having a good season. Um, again. Xander has been one of the most consistent shortstops in a, in a while. Like, like he's one of those players that has been in the league for a long time and has consistently been a player that has been really good. He he's not flashy. Like he's, he's almost like the Mike Trout of shortstops where he's consistent. He's going to get it done. He's, he's fun to watch. If you know baseball, he, he doesn't strike out a lot. Let me see how many see 20 on the season, which isn't a ton. Compared so to, I, yeah. So I think that this is looking, again, like a, a really good season, 16, eight extra base hits on the season. Ooh, that's not bad. 388 were balls batted in play, the batting average of balls in play. So uh, I don't know what else to say. I like I like uh, Xander Bogarts. Again, I wish he, he played for a flasher team. I feel like Devers and uh Xander Bogarts often get not the the headlines that that a lot of the to be honest the NL shortstops get no doubt about it I was just gonna say that I mean I I wish I wasn't a Red Sox fan because of say like because what of what I'm about to say but when are we going to talk about Xander Bogarts as the best as and put him in that conversation of the best mm-hmm. shortstop in the game. That's a good question, especially with the struggles that Lindor has had recently, especially with Trevor Story just kind of chilling in Colorado and the course I mean, effect. Yeah, and and especially if we're talking about Tatis, who by the way it is. Yes, I'm gonna pick him as the NL. Best what shortstop. are you kidding me? That is so shocking. Yeah, but like. If we talk when we talk about the a whole package, defense, offense, consistency, not a lot of strikeouts, he's he's gonna deliver. 
man, find me better guy than Xander. It's like, you can't. Uh, and I am so sad I wasn't able to draft him in our fantasy league because <laughs> I almost knocked him right before I was about to pick. But, uh, no, yeah, Xander Bogarts and Tatis, probably, yeah, two, two best shortstops in the league right now. Um, definitely having monster months. Uh, I would just add here maybe uh, Trey Turner, who's also having a good se- uh, season mm-hmm. so far. Uh, Al Tim Anderson after he's he, he's gotten back from yeah uh, from the injury. I think shortstop is one position where we don't lack quality. Uh, by yeah. any means, and uh, that's good. I mean, I'm excited about Wander Franco. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for the, him to come up for a while. Yeah, I'm just excited. I mean, now that we mentioned my uh, minor league started yesterday, so yeah, that's also exciting. Happy minor league day, everyone. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, outfield. How are we doing here? All right, can we take a minute? Because there's two out. There's 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 two outs left. Oh, wait, yes. So, more fouled out to third. Uh, oh, boy. He popped it up. So, he popped it up right to third. Wait, I'm not watching the game. I'm just watching, I'm just watching the, the stats. I got to pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, pull I got to pull it up. Uh, man, this is, this, is, this is fun. I think we... Like we were not like we took our time with recording this one because we should have recorded it like two days ago. Uh, yeah, and I'm glad we did. Uh, All right, well, don't be quiet, okay? Just um, okay, maybe we can find anything. Some... Okay, I'm not saying anything. I I, I okay. have not said the words. You have not said the words. No. Okay. Um, I guess we need to find something to talk about. While we watch a baseball game, um, uh, outfield, outfield. Well, then I have to pull up the stats. True. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay. Let me just see one thing about watching from um from Europe is that you can actually stream it without watching MLB TV. Do not mm. listen to this. Um, yes, I'm gonna, this I'm is gonna... a man who scours the internet for for streams. Okay, it's it's two and two, one out, bottom of the ninth. John Means has pitched. Okay, okay, it's okay. Okay, one out left. Uh, it's Whoa. two outs. He just struck out Haggerty. Oh boy, was... J.P. Crawford. Man, I mean, by the time this is out, people would probably know what happened. But that's true. But they would not have the live footage that we're having. Yeah, right now. we're recording this live. Um, this is exciting. Okay. Here okay. We go. Oh! Oh! Let's go! It's over. Look at that right there. Let's right, go. Gonna... It was a line out at was it a line out? Yeah. It was a line out to short. Line out to court stop. Let's go, John Mince with a no hitter. 
this is the third one, right? This is the third one. Nice. So after Musgrove and Rodon, John means business. Nice. And by the way, I'm just looking at this. He he, he has thrown the 380 and eighth, 308 no hitter in the Major League Baseball history. And this is the first no hitter by an Orioles pitcher since John Jim Palmer in 1969. Oh, wow. So that's crazy. Congratulations, John. Congrats. I would. Congratulate to your dad as well, because he has him in our fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, who is, by the way, facing you this week? I'm um, sorry, but yeah, hey, I don't care, bro. We you just witnessed gotta... history, my friend. That is good stuff, John. Means congrats. I like how I. I wish we every once in a while we get like a big name to get uh, a no hitter, but you gotta love the the no hitters from people that you have no idea about. That's the people that, that I honestly I would not have been as excited if it was I don't know like Kershaw or Scherzer or yeah. I don't know who like a Darvish big name or someone like that. Yeah, like yeah, sure, it is exciting. But it's so much more exciting when it's Musgrove, who's you know throwing a no hitter, a homeboy, first ever Padres no hitter game, or it's a Rodon after you know terrible injury coming back throwing no hitter. John Mintz, who no one knew before this season, uh, well people knew him, but he's not a household name, dude. I love this and. I mean, okay, over under five more no hitters this year. Five more no hitters. Because, like, I mean, we just, but like, we, uh, yeah, we just had like three in less than a month and a half. True. I'm going to go under. I think that maybe we get another one or two. I hope we get a perfect game. I would love to get a perfect game sometime. Uh, what I find interesting is that, like, every once in a while, we'll get a year where you get, like, this, like, three no-hitters, and then in, like, zero cycles. And then the next year, you'll get, like, 15 cycles and, like, zero no-hitters. So this is currently looking like a no-hitter year. I I don't think there has been a cycle so far. People have come close, but not, not yet. to my awareness there has been a cycle quite yet. I... I forget who it was, but it was very close the other day, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it was, was it Kevin Biggio or was it, I thought it was someone from the Blue Jays. I could be wrong. He wasn't Biggio. He's having a, a, a bad start, but. Okay. I, I don't know who it was. By the way, let me ask you this. I just saw this on Twitter. Is it worse losing a perfect game on a drop third strike or losing it on a hit by pitch drop third strike yeah because that's someone else's fault i feel like that like if, if if i hit the person it would be like oh yeah that's on me like that is 100 percent on me it's my fault i need to take the blame yeah. if if it's 
like if it's a, a drop third strike and the catcher miss throws it, it's like that feels like it, that was mine. Like it, I don't know it when you did every almost you did they, you did almost everything right with a ton of K's. I think he it came up to twelve strikeouts, which is a lot for a, a no hitter. And you could tell by the pitch count he was coming up to like I think a hundred and. Yeah, he finished in the hundred teams. Finished the game with a hundred and thirteen. Yeah, so I mean, congrats to John Means. This is a fantastic, uh, again, another great thing for baseball. You gotta love games like this where there's just no hitters. It's exciting. Uh, and dude, just to add on what you're saying, it's a Baltimore Orioles versus the Seattle Mariners game. Mm-hmm. A game when, if we were talking about this a month and a half ago, no one would have cared. Yeah. Like, no knock to any Orioles or Mariners fan out there. But no one thought that, first of all, Mariners are going to be this good so far. Like, they've been overachieving and they're fun yes. to watch. But also, Orioles are not that bad. So it's yeah. like, and having, you know, John Means, who, by the way, he is pitching out of his mind, uh, right. not just this game. It's like I'm looking he at it. He like, has a 4-0 record. You know yeah, who doesn't 4-0 have a 4-0 record? record? Jacob and DeGrom. Let me, <laughs> let me see. It. Yeah, I would just say 137 ERA. Wow. So, I and by the way, in this uh, no-hitter, he did not allow a walk. Again, the only runner was the drop third uh, strike. Oh, man. This is fun. Yeah, I I already know uh, what uh, the name of this episode is going to be. So I I cannot wait to put it out. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so by the way, uh, with this no hitter, because I said the last no hitter by one pitcher uh, on the Orioles have has was in uh, sixty nine. Uh, with this one, Orioles leave the Blue Jays, the Reds, and the Brewers and the Indians as the MLB teams that have gone the longest without a no hitter. The Blue Jays have not had one since nineteen ninety. The Reds since ninety eighty eight. Uh, Brewers since 1987 and the Indians uh, since 1981. So the Indians are the team with the longest time without a no-hitter. If my math is right, that's 40 years. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. You know, oh, yeah. I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even know if we want to talk more about... I think we should save the, the outfield for, for continuation into next episode, man. I think it's going to be hard to top this. No, I mean, I, I, I forgot what we were talking about. I mean, sorry, Acuna, JD, uh, Trout, yeah. and everyone yeah, Trout, else. Everyone. We love like, you. This That's is it. A, yeah, this is, this is it right here. Okay, so I am on Twitter right now, so I'm I'm getting all this information out there. Uh, Pitching Ninja came out with the stat that 26 out of the 27 first pitches uh, were strikes. So, 
Yeah. It's a striker. You cannot blame it's you can't say this was dumb luck. This was not dumb luck. When you have 12 K's in the game, this is not dumb luck at all. No, sir. He was not. Uh I mean. Man. Uh actually, wait, we said three. We're gonna count the Bumgarner one too, right? We forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, we're counting that. Man, it's it is it is awesome to see it. Um it's the tenth no hitter in Orioles history. Uh we have not said that. Yeah, John man, I so to be honest, I did not know a lot about him uh before the season, but I don't know if you know, but Red Sox started all in three. He pitched the yeah. first game, I think, against the Red Sox. He was lights out. He was awesome uh and i that's when i actually you know found out about him but man i was not expecting something like that when we started recording um i was you know i knew that he is pitching a perfect game or at least a no hitter because of that call uh was a drop strike but was not expecting that it'll come to this because i mean the mariners are good team and good lineup like having uh seager and france and um tell the other guys on on there i was yeah hannah you know, dylan moore yeah it's like i was expecting at least like i mean Kyle lewis maybe get a hit but no everyone you know 27 in 27 out yeah nice um I mean, what else can we say? I think this might be even a good place to end the episode, really. I think so. I mean, we just reacted live to the home run. Uh, I'm As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to do my best and fastest to put this episode out. Or maybe, yeah, maybe wait until tomorrow. We'll see. I mean, if you're in Europe and you're listening to us, you're going to listen to it in the morning or tomorrow anyways tomorrow being thursday because we're recording this uh, it's it's past midnight my time i don't know what's the time in in the u.s in, in florida right now it's 5 15 yeah so you're probably gonna listen to this on thursday uh but man this was fun probably one of the best experiences i've had recording podcasts oh yeah no this is fun this is and- good stuff yeah and with that being said we're signing off john means thank you um an awesome experience um and yeah cannot wait for the next no hitter and man we need a perfect game we need a perfect game you can't, you can't, MLB, you can't not give us the perfect game of the season. We've, we, we're, we're almost getting tired of covering no hitters. This is the fourth one counting Bumgarners. So, yes, sir. Please give us the perfect game or like three cycles in a week. I'll take any of those, but I mean, perfect game is a perfect so, game. Yeah. It's been a while. I think the last one was Felix Hernandez. Yes. Or Matt Kane. So. Uh, it was, it was, it was uh, King Felix. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those August, two happened in the August same year. August 15, have... 2012. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we better get one soon. All right. Uh, talk to you soon, Ross. And All right. man, it's fun. Baseball is fun. It is so fun.